That's into right field. Long run for Pilar. And Pilar all out into foul territory to make the play. Bogarts with a drive out to right field. Judges back on it, and that one's gone. Against all odds, here's a high fly ball driven deep to right. Verdugo back to the pen. Leaps up. He caught it. He caught the ball. He took it back. And I will keep on waiting for a better day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Pesky Ball Podcast. I believe this is episode 95. How you guys doing today? We are depressed Red Sox fans, and you came here to enjoy that time with me which I do appreciate. So what I need you to do, I know we're recording on a Tuesday, not a Sunday, the Lord's Day, but we needed to uncover all of this deadline drama, as we always do. We always record on deadline day. Joining me today is sadly not Ari, as it has been for the past two years. Joining me is some random schmuck who I was forced to live with for a year, host of the Fumble Ruski podcast, Adam Wright. Adam, say what's good to the people. What's good to the people? Introduce yourself for the people who don't know. If they don't know, they better damn well learn today. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Yeah, that's yep. That's the way it goes, man. So my name is Adam Wright. I am a co-host of the Fumble Rooski podcast, a podcast where we talk all things football. And uh, I'm also an avid baseball fan. So you'll see me on and off of Robert's show to talk some baseball. I like to think I know a little bit about what I'm talking about. When you it comes know more to baseball, than you do but... about NBA. You know. Oh more yeah. Than... Yeah. And NBA is probably my third best sport. And then it's close between football and baseball. I probably know baseball the best. Mm-hmm. Don't, and don't tell my fumble Ruski fans about that. I was, it's not I... that I'm bad with NFL, but I think I, I know baseball like the back of my hand. I'm, I'm able to sit here and talk shit with baseball about you for hours on end. You know, we, we, we've done that before where I'll call you at like seven o'clock at night. I'll hang up at 10 o'clock and all we've been talking about is just baseball. Yeah. You know, that's why you'll see Adam around here probably about once a month on average. I like to cycle in my guests, but Adam's a consistent whether I like it or not. And trust me, I don't. So let's start today off right before we get into the deadline drama. Let's just talk about how shitty we've been and have been slowly, uh, not slowly, we have been quickly just taking a dive down. Right now, as it stands, we are 52 and 52, directly at 500, fifth place in the AL East, 18 games back of the Yankees, six games back of second place. So technically, it's not over, but it's really, really not looking good with how our talent has been and just in general with how good all the other teams have been. Adam, have we decided that we're going to be an Orioles podcast yet? On the fence. On the fence, man. On the fence. Getting, getting close, aren't we? Getting real close. We're, 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 we're getting clo- real close to the edge here, but... You know, we're Red Sox fans. Boston, you're my home. I love that dirty water. Tessie, ain't no, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know that song like the, you know, you know what I mean though. Yeah. But like, I mean, man, look, but the Orioles have been selling too. 
Like the, the Orioles, and I, that's one thing I do respect about them is that they're not fooled by what by their recent success. They know they're still in rebuild mode, and they're selling high on the pieces who are overachieving. Like there was a relief pitcher today, and I compl- I forgot his name. I'm blanking on his name, so you tell me who he is. Uh, this relief pitcher, he's a closer for the Orioles. Incredible year. But if you look at the past years that he's had, kind of bad. So the fact that they were able to sell high on him, golf clap, golf clap. Good for them. Good for them. They got, uh, some, they got something. Yep. And yep. shout out to Nosebleed Baseball for, for uh, notifying me on that. Who, who the hell is Nosebleed Baseball? They were on our uh, on our tri- on our trivia thing, but they they followed us when they followed my my uh, our my page, and I followed them back when I when I announced we're doing our fantasy football thing. Oh. Um. So yeah, but uh, okay. yeah, he he posts a lot of NF, uh, excuse me MLB news and a lot of trades. So I've been that's what how I've been keeping up to date with that. I'm very up to date with NFL, but. Well, I'm, I'm just going to say, if you need any Red Sox takes, I was up to date on all the Red Sox trade drama. I literally, every trade the Red Sox made, which we will get into, I had it reported within two minutes. And I was shocked I was able to do that. It just landed at the perfect time. Monday, all trades came out right after I went to work and right before I went to the gym. And then today, they came out right on my lunch break from work. It was a beautiful thing. I was able to put out all trades. So if you're looking for the Red Sox news and some great takes, head over to that Pesky Pole Podcast, Instagram at Pesky Pole Podcast, just as it sounds. But going back in, you are 100% right about the Orioles. They knew it was their time to sell, and they had a clear direction. They have some great pieces in there being led off by Adley Rutschman, who is an insane prospect and has been doing great since he's got up to the MLB, but they know they're not ready yet. Honestly, I'm surprised they didn't trade John Means. In all yeah, honesty, I'm, I'm shocked too. he's still part of the Orioles. But we'll keep going. And we have to talk about, well, what do I got to say about the Red Sox being bad? It's, it's been that. It, the last 45 days have been horrible. Well, the last like 35 days have been atrocious. And it hasn't shown any sign of getting better. Making me talk about... You hit the nail on the head. Yep. Leading me into what happened last night. Merely hours before the game, news comes out that Christian Vasquez is traded to the team we are facing against that day. We are at their stadium. We, We flew to Houston. We told Vasquez, bitch, stay here. We're going to send your wife and your kids, and that's all you get. Find a new place, have fun, and we rode away. We, we, we sat him down in the other dugout, said thanks for the memories. We don't care no more. And we sat him in there. Now, Adam, I will let you explain to the people who don't know about the return we get before we give our opinion. So, floor is yours. All right. Well, putting me on the spot here. Um... You, you – you explained to me for like an hour last night on this prospect. Okay. Yeah. Cause I had the list up, but so off the top of my head, I know they got Emmanuel Valdez. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll have to pull up the statistics now. So keep, uh, keep talking, but, right. uh, but yeah, that if for anyone who went and saw the video 
first of all, reporters are such assholes. Oh my God, the second the trade got announced, they were in Vasquez's face. Hey, do you like the move? What do you think about Boston trading you? Are you gonna find a good home in Houston? This dude just got traded after spending nine years at the MLB level with the Red Sox, and you're in his face about, what do you think about this? What do you think about this trade? Give him a minute. You could tell in the video, he was fucking heartbroken. That dude didn't yeah. know what to say. He was, I don't wanna say scarred, but that shit had to hurt. I felt yeah. bad. And I wasn't part of the damn trade. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And one thing I will like one one thing I'll say about that before, and I do have I do have Valdez's statistics for that from this year up. Um, one thing I'll say about that is that is he was getting ready to play a baseball game for the Boston Red Sox, and he went from that in minutes just to dr getting dressed into a Houston Astros uniform, and Which was he even able to play for, for them because they were facing each other. Yeah, all he had to I do was go like 200 tonight. feet over the the other clubhouse. Let me look at that. And he just he switched teams. It's just like just that, like that. Um. But yeah, you're absolutely right there. Uh, so I have his statistics up. So between two teams, so he's played so far. He has played. 44 games this year on the double a level 38 and triple a mm -hmm. between both he's batted 327 21 home runs 71 rbis and a whopping 1.016 1016 ops on base percentage of 410 slugging percentage of 606 He's having a career year. Um, so the only knock on him, though, is that he is a little old for a prospect. Now, he, so he's 23. Good news is he's on his way to the big leagues because he's in AAA and he's played 38 games there. So he's, he's very close to being a, being a big leaguer. So it's not like he's that old, but 23, it's a little old. No, hell but no. The good thing about him is he jumped, he jumped from the beginning of the season being number 28 on, on Houston's top 30 prospects to at the midseason mark being number 12. So great news for him. I mean, looking at Mookie Betts when he came up, he wasn't that high of a prospect. He just got red hot at some point. He hit his stride. And before the MLB even had time to update their, their prospect rankings, he was all Mookie was already in the big leagues and making a, making an impact. Mm -hmm. It was just meteoric. So it's possible. And I really like this kid. I do. I don't know about the other guy and I completely forgot his name. And that should tell you just about how much, uh, just about how relevant he is. And he could turn out to, to pan out, but this Emmanuel Val, Valdez kid, we should try to get him, get him on the podcast. I will try my best, but I haven't had the best luck with, getting new prospects. There's only been one that I've able, been able to get right after a trade. And that was the man. Why am I? Oh my God. I'm blanking on his name. Zach Bryant, the man of clickbait. Cause you know, Red Sox reporters had a field day cause he, he got traded from the Cubs and yep. Red, Red Sox beat writers had a field day of, Oh, Oh, the Red Sox trade for Cubs. Bryant. Oh my God.
So literally the two episodes I've had him on has been the return of the clickbait. Oh, That's yeah. what he's known as the Red Sox community. Still a great guy, puts up good numbers, but he'll forever be known as the clickbait. And he took it like a champ. He was cool about it. He was like, yeah, oh, I he mean, was I laughing understand. it off. He was happy. Yeah, I remember I remember being on that on that show. Oh yeah, you were you're with me when when we interviewed. Oh yeah. You. That yep, was your was first ever that. interview of a professional athlete. He was yep, a good That's right. Hoping he makes his way through. But give me a grade. Everything considered for the Christian Vasquez trade. Everything I'll get considered. It. I'll give it I'll give it a B. Maybe a B minus. Okay. Because like it's like and and only because some of the moves that they've made and we'll talk about the rest of the moves kind of contradict each other. It's like they don't really have they don't really have a direction. So this the return they got was actually pretty solid. I, everybody says, "Oh, they didn't get much for him." This Valdez kid, I really like him. I really I I looked at his statistics and I'm like, "This isn't half bad. This really isn't half bad." Mm-hmm. But on the other end, like they don't really have a direction they're going in. If they've just full out sold, which I don't even believe they traded away JD Martinez, which was anticipated. We need and to talk last about that night, later. last night, we thought Nathan Eovaldi's start last night was his last one. I was giving him salutes. I was saying, man, I'm going to miss this guy. He went out. He, he went out as a Red Sox going six innings pitched against the Houston Astros getting himself the win or did, did he get the win? I, believe I know so. he gave up a, a crap ton of unearned runs, but earned runs, two earned runs, six innings of two run ball. That would have been a good last start, but mm-hmm. he's still a Red Sox. So, yeah. but I... yeah, that's kind of the grade I give it just because of like, I don't understand the, where they're going Yeah, just, just because of that, but it's not a bad deal for them. I really, I, I don't hate it. I'm going to be a little bit more harsh than you. I'm going C minus the reason. And this, this has less to do about the prospects we got in return. So like I said, after you told me that guy's numbers, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm down with that. You know, the reason I give it a C minus is because of the way we did it. Partially the team who we traded him to, but we did Christian Vasquez so dirty with this trade. I agree. It, hurt and i looked it up he will not be playing tonight if the game hasn't already been done i don't know i think he's playing tomorrow though still we did him dirty with that that is just brutal to be traded like that that it that should be looked down upon by the rest of the league so what the red sox just did to christian vasquez but we got to move into our second trade I don't know about you, but this one didn't make a damn lick of sense to me. This is 20 minutes after Vasquez had been traded. I post, well, the fire sale started. Vasquez to the Astros. Be prepared. A shit storm's coming. Next thing you know, we buy. Buy, I repeat you. 34-year-old Tommy Pham for a player to be named later. Is there any way we can make that player to be named later Tommy Pham? All I'm going to say. I mean, I get like, so Tommy Pham, they got him. 
I guess he'll be a functional big league player as a utility guy. He can't hit right-handed pitching, so he'll be he'll be a guy who goes up pinch hits against lefties, or if the starter is a left a left a lefty. But so he's like a if you if you remember earlier on and earlier on, kind of like a um, in the red in earlier Red Sox seasons, kind of a Chris Young. He'll be kind of like that. But he's thirty four and he sucks. Right, but his. I'm, I'm, I'm going to pull up his stats. He blows him, this year. They they got him for I know they got him for virtually nothing. I I understand that, but he's just not helping at all. I th- I think if you use him as a utility player, and if he goes only against left-handed bats, then he could be a functional player. But listen to yourself. If he, if he is used as a utility player, and if he is up against left-handed batting. What percentage of the time do you think he'll be out there if that's the case? 10? Maybe 15? Well, not even. Those will, be, those will those will be some pretty those will be some some pretty productive 15 times, won't it? Hell no it won't. And they got him for nothing. I, they got him for virtually nothing. Player to be named, which is usually just a lowly prospect down in single A. Hey, there was a, hey, 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 hey. Don't say that because we got a lot of friends of the podcast. Who are those single A guys? And yeah, I, but those, and those I guys would, aren't lowly. Those are those are great. Those are those are good players. Those are future Red Sox nation. Yeah, we know exactly. But they're they're if, going. If they're I going look, to the league. If I look in a month and right, I see I, that I, the I, trade, I apologize. I won't. I won't say lowly. That a, a player who's in single A, who hasn't who, who the Red Sox don't look highly upon. We'll say that. Yeah, the Red Sox don't look highly up. Yeah. Or other other elitist organizations. We'll we'll say that much. That all, that's the way they think about it. Listen to me. All I'm gonna say we is believe if in, in a you month guys. from now, if I look up who was traded for Tommy Pham and it's Brendan Salucci, somebody's getting fucked up. All right. If if one of my favorite players in the Red Sox minor league organization and somebody who I would consider a friend, because him and I talk a lot like over DMs and Instagram. If I see his name involved with Tommy Pham, we are fires will be burnt, Adam. All right, Yaki Way will be fucked up. All right, isn't even is it even called Yaki Way anymore? No, I'm sure, it's like I don't, Legacy Way or something like that. I they changed the road to Big Poppy Place or something like that. I'll take I'll take that Big Poppy. Yeah, but or it's David Ortiz something. I know he got street named after him. Either way. There's a street near Fenway Park. Let's say Lansdowne is going to burn, okay? And you're burning it? You're going to take the flight I'm down not, from Denver? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying there will be some pissed off people. All right, I will tie my name to no crimes because no crimes have or will be committed. Tommy Pham batting 238 this year. 374 slugging. 320 on base percentage. Not exactly the greatest numbers for somebody who you just want to be against lefties as a utility player being out there 10% of the time. Yeah. It, it makes no sense. We fire sale for Christian Vasquez. Not really fire sale because we got a decent return back. But still, we sell off Christian Vasquez. And, and then we go and get Tommy Pham. For what reason? If anything, that's just taking away valuable time from Jaron Duran who needs the experience at this point if we decided we're not going to buy full in. You know, I said, and I said this two weeks ago, and I will stick by it. If we were to buy in, we would need veterans to be able to replace Jaron Duran in the lineup. 
That is if we're buying in. That is if we're winning now. But since we are have clearly proven throughout this trade deadline that we are not buying in for now, give the young bucks some time. Let them develop. Let them get the time. Bringing in Tommy Pham is a joke. Grade D minus. Adam. Yep. You agree? Same grade? Same grade? Yeah. I'll go with C minus. C minus? Okay. I'm not too mad at you for that. Or or C or or I'll go with C C plus. Don't go any higher. No. I will start to get mad I'll, at you. For I'll that. give I'll give it a C. I'll give it a C. Because like I said, they gave up nothing for him and he could be he'll be he'll be a productive uh utility player. He he's brought in as a utility player. I, I like him for what he is. I'll say that much. Okay. As of as a famous guy in the Moneyball world, Billy Bean once said, and he I, maybe he said it actually, but I, I just saw on the sh- on the uh, in the movie said this to David Justice in two thousand two. I didn't, but I didn't get you for the player you once were. I got you for the player you are now. I like Tommy Pham for the player he is, for what he's going to bring to the table, not to be this superstar that we expect. We're not going to get that, and he's old. He's a veteran who will be who will be a role player. That's what he'll be. I like that. All right. So let's move on to our next one because we're going to take a hot minute on this one. You know damn well where we're at. By the way, tilt your camera down just a slight bit so our viewers actually have a good viewing pleasure of you. Not that it's that necessarily good looking. There's only one woman in the world that will say that, and somehow you found her. Okay. I I'm don't a lucky know. guy, aren't I? Yeah, you're lucky is an understatement all right you you hit the world series homer all right with blindfolded with one arm tied behind your back that's what we call clutch that's what we call stupid all right that's what you call she was drunk when she met you ah, she was not drunk <laughs> okay a little too personal a little too personal all right adam i would like you to recall back to a few years ago 2019 Yep. Summer of 2019. Not a great time to be a Red Sox fan, but not the worst. In it's not terrible. Contention. 84 wins. That's kind of what they're going to be this year, aren't they? Yeah. In playoff contention. Till about two weeks left in the season. They, um, Red Sox fans demanded we buy. We needed pitching help, right? Okay, Adam muted himself for a second to sneeze. Yeah. But we needed pitching help. Our good old friend, Dave Dombrowski, said, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll get you something. So he called up our good old friends over in Baltimore. Hey, y'all are ass. Let me get this guy. And Adam, who did they bring in? I actually completely forgot who was it. His name was Andrew Kashner, commonly known the Red Sox Nation as Andrew Trashner. He was here for the rest yeah, of the year. I remember that. And he was shipped out. He was so bad with us. It went down as one of the worst Red Sox deadline deals in recent history. This one that we just had is probably worse. Okay. Not to mention, all right, that Tommy Pham has some off the field issues that we didn't even talk about a.k.a. bitch-slapping one of his teammates or being a bad fantasy football um, commissioner. Kashner, 3.83 ERA yeah. with 
the with Baltimore, with Boston, six point two ERA. Yeah. So hey. he did not translate to that hitter's ballpark very well. Exactly. That and we ballpark. we had this moment, and there's a beautiful saying about relief pitchers when it comes to a trade deadline. The closer it gets to the trade deadline, the more you look at a relief pitcher with a four point five ERA and say, "Yeah, I'll sleep with that." It's it's yeah, a beautiful thing about relief pitchers. The closer you get, the more desperate you get. It's kind of like the end of the night at a bar where your chick just broke up with you six hours earlier. Not talking from personal experience or anything. Oh, uh, <laughs> I I see what you mean. Um, anyway, look the the issue with relief pitchers though is it it's tough because you have to trade for them during the deadline. I feel, mm-hmm. and if and you can't. Like when you're getting a de- when you're getting a relief pitcher over the off season, you have to get a bunch of them. You have to get a bunch of them and hope a few of them pan out. See because what, it's see a coin which flip. Six to the wall. Ex- exactly. They kind of like what the Red Sox did this off season with with the with their starting rotation. They just mm-hmm. found a bunch of guys who have had success in the past who could have success this upcoming year, and they they got some pieces. They got Michael Walker. They got James Paxton hasn't played yet, but. He could. He could. Rich Hill, they brought in. Don't y'all love what? the motorcycles? I'm not sure. I think my mic's picking up. I actually didn't hear it. That's three now of motorcycles that have just zoomed past going full speed. In the I haven't heard it. I haven't heard it at all. Oh, but okay, they, that's kind of what they did there. But starting pitching isn't as hard to find, at least. It, it will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not that hard to find. But like relief pitching. You can have a guy be the one, one of the most dominant closers or setup men in all of baseball one year, and then they're virtually out of baseball the next. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the way it works, and it's really tough that way. Yeah. So that's why you've it's it's hard to get a good bullpen. Yeah. But but we need we like, need to move it's on. on. You you got it. We need to talk about the um, next guy. Yeah. Because we're gonna take a solid amount of time talking about this next guy we traded for. All right, yeah, and we did kind of go off topic, didn't we? Yeah. Um, if there's any adults listening to the podcast with their children, first of all, I swear often in this. So why the fuck are you doing that? And also another thing, if you're on the roads just, and you have a tendency of road rage, please just turn this podcast off. (laughs) That, that too. All right. But this, this next 10 minutes, I would just, if you're with your children, I would fast forward about 10 minutes. If you don't mind them listening to swearing. You will mind the next 10 minutes of what we were about to say. I just hit that fast forward button for about 10 minutes. Once you start hearing us talk about Eric Hosmer, you can, it's safe again. We traded for a guy who ended up being Christian Vasquez's replacement. This guy's name is Reese McGuire. Now, I see, I just get a notification on my phone. Red Sox trade for Reese McGuire. My first reaction, why did we do this? That Who too. The fuck but is that? Why did we trade Vis- uh, Christian we're, Vasquez? We're not starting with the swearing art. We're not starting yet. Uh, we, we will in a second. Right. I'm like, who who in the blue hell is that? And why did we trade our golden boy Christian Vasquez for that? And I was super confused. Then you started talking to me about the prospect we got for Vasquez. And I'm like, okay, this guy's just a replacement. No. He's on contract till 2025. Meaning he's going to be here for a minute. He has absolutely sucked this season. So bad 
That is the average is 225 and only 10 RBIs throughout the year. He blows this year. And we got him to replace Christian Vasquez. As Adam put it, he is Christian Vasquez without the home run ability. Am I right? That's, yep, that's kind of how you put it. I mean, the average is kind of, the average on a year-to-year basis between between the two, fairly similar. But, like, the home run ability, at least Vasquez has an ability to, to go yard. I wouldn't say he's a power hitter, but he can go yard. Mm-hmm. With this kid, you can't. No. So, I'm sitting there, and I'm just, you know, okay, this is the deal. Let's move on, post about it. And uh, we traded Jake Diekman for him, which I'm not necessarily opposed to. Jake Diekman wasn't really good or bad. He was slightly below average, I'll say. RIP, though. Good luck in Chicago. Hope you do, hope you have a better time than you did in Boston. I will say that. I don't wish upon the player's downfall. Didn't do well in Boston. You know, hope you do good in, hope you do good in Chicago, a.k.a. Robert Stock. Fuck you, Robert Stock. All right. Anyway. You don't remember Robert Stock. He was one of those million relief pitchers we swung through in the shitty 2020 season. Yeah. He sucked. But anyway, so I'm just looking through. And my boy over at um, Socks Insider, or is that his Instagram name? Let me make sure I get I give correct credit where it's due. Um, I believe it is Socks Insider, though. Oh, I can't see it. I believe his page is Socks Insider. A guy I've had on the show before, Kelsey Miranda, my boy. Posts something. It's a Bleacher Report article from 2020. I'm like, what the hell is this? Turns out, we traded for a guy in Reese McGuire, who in 2020 was arrested for public masturbation. He was outside the Blue Jay. He was part of the Blue Jays at the time. He was outside of the Blue Jay spring training facility and got caught whacking off. What? the fuck adam first of all you are either entering or leaving practice either way that shit should have been completed 20 minutes ago in your shitty little apartment without the girlfriend you obviously don't have there so it should have been done or you should have waited 20 minutes till you got back home no this man's needed to relieve himself in that moment so what does he do? He takes out his phone, you know, he, he, he whips it out. And obviously if, if you're the type of guy to be doing that, you obviously have a very small penis. I'm just going to say that now pulls it out. Doesn't realize there's anyone around him body cam footage of the police officer coming up to Reese McGuire's car was released. And the whole, oh my God, it's, it's just terrible. Adam, when you heard that, what, what was your, what was your first reaction? Uh, This is the guy who they, I just don't have words. That's the thing. I don't, I just (laughs) didn't have a reaction. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, it's like that, like, you know, like, you know, like, that one video where like it's like that viral video where this that dude like with the weird accent he see he walks out his out his door and he sees that weird looking cat like what the fuck is that is that a fucking cat 
Oh yeah, Except, yeah. Is that is that a guy who was who we traded Vasquez for? Who got whipping his dick for, out in the middle like, of what the fuck is it? Or like or the, that guy at the cookout who's like, hey, hey yo, what the fuck? Yeah, no, something like that. I I get it. Reese McGuire is still young, and he came out and publicly said this was a really stupid thing that I did. You know, which obviously you need to say that. I think he's only like 26, 27 years old right now. That's but that's still no. Don't pull the he's young card. No, that's, I'm, that's I'm not. Old. I'm not. I'm just. I led that into a segue, saying in seven or eight years he will be that weird uncle who scratches his nuts in the middle of the family picnic for everyone to see. All right, we all have it, and he'll just be sitting there. Everyone will be outside enjoying the barbecue, and he'll just be sitting there, and he'll got one hand on his jaw and just scratching, scratching away out of care in a world. Ten year old little girl runs by him, he's still scratching away. He don't care. You know, that will be Reese McGuire in seven to eight years. Isn't that just man? I don't even want to. I, I somebody was well, I'll say this much. Someone was pounding the wrong strike zone. <laughs> You talk about golden boy. I mean, you talk. You know how there's like a golden arm. I mean, he has the golden hand. All, all I'm gonna say is, you know, you know how in um, in baseball, you get some incentives in your contract, right? You get some bonuses. Yep. What's the difference between a dick and Reese McGuire's bonus check? What? Someone's down to blow his bonus check. Oh boy. <laughs> So we're just going to go over dick jokes, aren't we? That's why I said fast forward 10 minutes. Right. Like, th- like th- in this, doesn't this kind of, I'm going to, I'm going to circle back to actual baseball. Doesn't this kind of show like the flaws in the analytics in the analytics game that Heim and all these baseball nerds play is that they don't look at all into their background. Mm-hmm. They don't look in that at all no all they look at keep going keep going all so like all they look at is how they look on paper can they win help win them games that's that's all they look at and they have no standards for it Mm -hmm. somebody on reddit posted the funniest thing i've ever seen in talking about um tommy fam and reese mcguire our newest you know dynamic duo um their new nickname will be the slapper and the fapper Oh boy. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's the greatest thing I've ever heard. Two two amazing locker room guys to bring in, you know. Two awesome guys to hand over to Xander Bogarts and say, look at what we did for you. Sign a contract extension, please. Guys that you hand over to Janie Martinez and you say, Hey, look at these teammates we got you. Sign a contract extension, please. You know? <sighs> I mean, holy. I, I don't I don't even know. Like, it, it, like, you have a lot of things to say. I got nothing to say. I, ju- I got nothing, man. 
I I could I could think of so many more penis jokes, but you know I'm just gonna uh, I'm just gonna end us off with one more. I and you ready? Yeah. Um, I'm I'm not sure how Reese McGuire feels about masturbation, but I'm sure with one hand it feels great. <laughs> yeah. well, he doesn't care where he's doing it. He doesn't care where he's doing it, and he don't care who sees. He's a freak. He don't care who knows. I mean, I guess Heim didn't read it wrong where he read that McGuire has a hose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, okay, there's there's a know. lot I, of I, things that I could say about that's a that's a softball. You we're just, we're just, we're just yeah, we're, we're just kind of, I mean, we're just going to, we're getting too much. We're trying too hard, I think, or at least I am. Or, or, or another way to look at it is you thought about these before that you started the episode, you wrote them I, down, hey, you looked I, them up. I told you, well, I looked up one of them. Okay. The, the last one that I did, or the, the, um, the bonus check you, one, you that, probably that took one I a looked lot up. At a time thinking about it. I no, just yes. don't want that image in my head that th this dude's beating off in front of the dollar store. <laughs> I mean, oh my God, I would hate to be that police officer. Okay. That's all I'm going to see. But no, no, it was in front of the Blue Jays spring training facility. Or at least that's what I heard from the report. So you are employed by the Blue Jays to watch over that area. And you walk over and you see one of your young promising catchers whipping his dick out and I'm assuming watching porn on his cell phone. You want to know another thing but that bro, we 20 I'm minutes realizing? to your apartment. It's not that hard. Look, I, so okay. No, nope. back to bad, I'll bad phrasing. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? I said 20 minutes. It's not that hard. I could have used another, another saying instead of it's not that hard, but yeah. we're gonna... I mean, it is really hard to come up with all these things uh, i no no yeah no but the the, the ideas are literally here, exploding. Two <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm gonna stop i'm gonna, i'm gonna stop with the with the jokes because i'm trying too hard but think about it this way one player couldn't keep it in his pants in public mm -hmm. and not in a in a like sleeping with women type of way not like a like a that, just taking if, if it, it out would... and the another guy tommy fam they picked up slapped his teammate or somebody else who's in a, who he's in a league with mm -hmm. over fantasy football. These Slap are the guys the that Heim looks at and he says, I'm going to take that guy. Yeah. I'm going to get that. That's a, that's a good guy to pick up. Mm -hmm. So th those are, those are the guy. It just shows their standards for these, for these players, at least off the field. They don't care. They just care about the analytic. They care about what helps them get wins or what helps them, at least analytically on paper wins them games. Yeah. And it, it's just weird. That's, that's why I, and that's why we'll talk about the Eric Cosmer trade. That's why I didn't like it. It's because there's just no sense of direction, but anyway, um, any, any last dick jokes for, for the road? I would, but it's really hard. Yeah. The, the ideas are literally exploding out of me. Yeah. Last last one. What 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 do you call someone who doesn't who says they don't masturbate? What? 
a fucking liar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, give me that look. You you know damn well. All right, we got to move on. All right. All right. Families, you can you can turn back on to this part of the this portion of the podcast. Last trade that we did, kind of a shock. Obviously, we saw that Juan Soto and Josh Bell were being traded to the Padres, which we don't have time to really cover because we gotta we gotta cut the cameras kind of quickly today. But Juan Soto, Josh Bell, somebody who we should have gotten, Josh Bell, by the way, if we were buying. And a bunch of top prospects were going to Washington, including Eric Hosmer. Eric Hosmer said, you can take that trade to the Nationals. You can shine it up real nice. You can turn that bitch sideways and stick it straight up your candy ass. And he said no. Because apparently, when he had a no-trade clause added, there was only 10 teams added to that no-trade clause, and Washington was one of them, and he refused to go to Washington. So they basically reworked the entire deal, still sent Juan Soto and Josh Bell there, added a few more prospects, and I think one other major league player whose name I can't remember, but there's got to be some sort of fistfight between those two. I'll look it up in a minute. But somehow, some way, we end up swooping in and saying, hey, We'll take Air Cosmer for a player to be named later, and you pay his contract. And the Padres said, shit, deal. That's it. By the way, we're both giving an F to the Mitch McGuire trade, just in case anyone was wondering. I don't care who we gave up. I don't care if we gave up literally nobody. I don't care if we gave them $2.50 and a corn dog. Still an F trade. That's a fat F. But I wonder, wasn't he a throw-in for... He was a throw-in for something. I think they gave up Jake Diekman, didn't they? Yes, it was Diekman. I mm, kind of blanked on that. That might bring it a little bit above an F, though, because they do need a catcher. Adam, stop. They do need a trying catcher. to justify this. We're moving and when on it to came Eric down to it. Nope, nope, nope. Don't say the word came. When okay, comes, don't say that. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna splurge <laughs> on Reese McGuire. <laughs> I hate this. I I want to go home. I'm I'm scared now. If Mom, there's any catcher to sp- who, if there's any catcher to splurge on, it's Reese McGuire. When it comes to this, no. Nope. All, right, All right, we're done. We're done. I'm sorry, families. I apologize for his outburst. I think this was more than ten minutes. We told these families to to sw- to to, to, to fast skip ten, 10 minutes, minutes, but then they just that was more like to- fourteen. Yeah, that like 15 or something like that yeah um honest honestly look at, if looking i mean at i mean we Bell. finished we finished that conversation in about 14 minutes if reese mcguire could have finished in 14 minutes we wouldn't be having this conversation right now looking at josh bell i mean this is the the only season he's batted 300 he's been doing amazing yeah he's I'm never batted he's never besides this season he's never eclipsed 280 mm-hmm. so he's been pretty solid too but I don't know. That's but I digress. We didn't requ- acquire him, so mm-hmm. which sucks. But that would have been the right move if we were buying. Of course. But we tell weren't. me which other besides Jay Groom, who were the other prospects they got or they gave up for Eric Hosmer? I think that was I'm, it. I'm, it was literally Eric Hosmer. I think um, there was one other player. We got prospects back. We didn't give up anything else besides Jay Groom. Okay, I'm. I love that then. 
I, I don't. I honestly thought Jay Groom has a higher potential than Eric Hosmer does with us. I disagree. Right. I disagree. The, the worst part, though, and I'm going to grade this deal, I'm giving it, in all honesty, a C plus slash B minus. Somewhere in the middle, I would give it honestly like a 79 out of 100. Mainly because we have no fucking direction. There's no sort of... All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this there's in no, chess there's terms. There's nothing to there's nothing Listen, to there's nothing to fap to when it comes to this. Okay, that one you were just stretching. All right. Um. Shut up. Shut up. Don't say another goddamn word. All right. <laughs> Hos- I'm, I'm Hos- gonna put it. I'm gonna put it in terms in chess terms because I'm a chess nerd. And anyone else out there will understand this. Won't be many of you, but it's like trying to play a game of chess and not realizing what the hell you're doing. You're just putting pieces to squares. There's no sort of strategy. There's no you sort gotta, of game plan. There's you're, not, you're not planning at least two to uh, three to four moves ahead. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Like when I play chess, I'm not a good chess player. I'm okay, but I'm not good. I'm I'm planning, bro. I'm I'm a freaking I'm a freaking god at chess. I'll tell oh, you that much. Bullshit. I beat ninety percent of the people I play. Oh, bu- you're probably playing people who've never played chess. I guarantee I play you in chess. I'm whooping your ass. All right, where's the board? Adam, I've been in. We'll chess play games. online chess like those old people. Yeah, do you play? Make online you look chess? like an old pe- old person. Shut up! I play online chess. All right. Anyway, I don't know how this turned into the roasting of me playing chess, but anyway, there's no sort of direction at all. That's why I'm giving the C plus. Are we buying? Are we selling? There's no sense of direction. If you have this dementia, is your attempt at buying, even if you, you have dementia, go, shut the fuck up. Even if you get, uh, you're supposed to say, I don't remember asking. And then I'll say exactly. <laughs> anyway, before I was rudely interrupted, even if we didn't give up Christian Vasquez, if this was our attempt at buying, this would be worse than our attempt at buying three years ago and getting Andrew Kashner back. This is still worse. We have done very little, if not less than ideal to make this team better or worse. We're going to sit around 500, meaning we're not going to make the playoffs and meaning we're not going to get a good draft pick and meaning that we're going to have less likely to A, sign Dandre Bogarts or B, sign anyone else for that matter who is not looking to come to Boston on an unproven deal. I, I told you before the trade deadline came to us that doing nothing was the worst thing the Red Sox could have done. They somehow made it worse. That's all I got to say. Do you, do you think the Red Sox got better with this with this deadline? I think I think we stayed stagnant. I think we maybe added like two wins, if that. Because first base was a glaring hole for the Red Sox, and now they have a piece there. And but, they also they also have now now have more depth at in uh, in the outfield with Tommy Pham. Which the only which issue I, now. Is there the only guy they have at catching is that guy? That guy, yeah. All right. So if I had to ask you overall, egg to F, Red Sox trade deadline, what are we giving it? The Red Sox trade deadline? C. I'm giving it a D minus at best because we didn't have a direction. We needed to commit hard to either full buy and pray Xander doesn't leave or full sell and trade everyone 
and just be okay if Xander walked. And we did neither, meaning that we don't have a good team and Zand- we don't have good prospects that we got back in return. And we did. Xander, JD, Waka, other players, JBJ, are all going to walk at the end of the year for nothing. We could have either gotten those players to stay or good prospects. We got neither. Look, they got prospects. They got prospects. They got Emmanuel Valdez. They got and they prospect. got they got other they got other solid pieces as well. Mm-hmm. And they got players to improve them for now. So this team, the roster, the 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 big league roster is improved overall. And they're they're so the question to, to ask is did they get be, are they in a better spot than they were than they were going into this trade deadline? No, and I would say they are. No, not at all. They're in a better spot. They they for haven't they didn't or for the future. Both. Because I think they're I because I think <clears throat> because I think they're in position to compete for a playoff spot. As much as it's hard to believe. They are still in position. They're only three and a half games out of a wild card spot. And they they improved in spots they needed to improve in. They did. But how does that help us for the future? The future? Well, they tr- well in trading Vasquez, they got an- another good, mid- uh, good infielder mm-hmm. for later on down the road. The worst part is we don't need another infielder for at least another six years. Middle infielder. Unless we can convert him unless over that, to... Unless Bogarts leaves. Even if Bogarts leaves, story's locked up for the next seven years. And then we got Marcelo Mayer coming through, who's going to be ready in a year or two. He's not going to be ready in a year or two. He'll yeah, be ready in like... Early 2024, late 2023. So either playoffs of next year or spring training of 2024, he will be part of the Red Sox. That's his that, But being getting there is one thing. Then you need to get established. You need to... In the, in the league, you need to be, you know, you could, he could be set to, sent down a couple times in that. He may not be a legitimate big league player until like 2027. Which I understand, but what's not to say about the guy saying the same thing about the guy we just brought in? Valdez? Yeah. What's not saying that's going to happen to him too? His ETA is 2023. What's yeah, not to like say that he's going to Early 2023. Same? Yeah, he, I bet he could be a big. He could be big league ready by like 2024, 2025. That's when. That's when Meyer's going to be. That's when my Meyer Meyer. Meyer. That's when he's going to be. That's when he's going to be, in in uh, experiencing turbulence. And isn't Meyer like, isn't he in single A right now? Uh, I think yeah, he's in single A Greenville. But you have to remember right. something, Adam. He's only nineteen. Yeah, so he has a long way to go. Valdez is right there. He's ready to. He's ready in not not that not that much time to mm-hmm. to get to to make the jump to the big leagues. He's almost there. He's this close. Mm-hmm. All right, we do have to move on to our final segment. So, by the way, just I put out a post. The people have responded. A full thirty of them have said that we are averaging about a C minus right now with the answers a c minus for our red sox trade deadline i'm not going to say i agree with it i'm not going to say i'm mad at it you know so i'd i'd say they i'd say it's 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 all right they don't have too much of a direction i'd rather i agree with you 
I would rather they have committed to one way or another, mm-hmm. but with the bo- they both they went both ways, and both ways that they went kind of worked. Yeah, which I don't agree with that statement at all. But we do have to move on. So, like we said at the beginning, Adam is the f- host of the Fumble Rooski podcast. Right, we're gonna put his football knowledge to the test, and after this. I'm going to put out a poll to the people. We're going to give 24 hours, and we're going to see if they agree with Adam's answers or not. Okay? This is an NFL would you rather. You ready? All right. First question. I'm going to give you kind of a kind of a lob. Which one, which person would you have be a quarterback of your team for the next five years? Kirk Cousins or Carson Wentz? Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, explain. Because I think Kirk Cousins is a little more of a stable quarterback, mainly because of health and because of abilities. The only knock that I have on Kirk Cousins is that he can't win in big games. And even when he's playing at his best, he's still not great. Like he's not a great quarterback. He's a very good, solid, you know, even keeled quarterback. That's what I, that's what I like about Kirk Cousins. Carson Wentz, He's better than what people give him credit for, but injury injury issues, he's a head case. I like Carson Wentz. I really hope he does well in his new home in, at, uh, in Washington, but yeah. Kirk Cousins, give me my boy every fucking time. You already know what it is. Next question. Dalvin Cook or the entire wide receiver core of the Detroit Lions? The, the entire receiving core of the, the Lions. I think Ooh. wide receivers, wide oh. receiver, wide receivers last longer in the league. And Dalvin Cook, I've loved Dalvin Cook his entire career. I've drafted him every single year in fantasy that ever since that he's come into the league. True. And I love him. And he might have a year or two left, but it's a it's tough. It's tough with him. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying but this for the receivers- next five years. I'm saying this for this year. For this year? For this year only. I'd I'd still go I'd still go the the Lions receiving core. Because again, Dalvin Cook, it's it's tough because I I don't think he's already in he's already shown that he can get injuries as it is. Mm -hmm. But why but running backs who have big workloads, they tend to fall off. But now, but with this this Lions receiving core, they have Amon Ross St. Brown, who is a very good player. I love Amon Ross St. Brown. Mm-hmm. They got DJ Chark, who's very underrated. He gets injuries as well, but it's less likely for wide receivers. So I, I have faith that his best football is ahead of him with DJ Chark. He can figure things out. And Jamison Williams. Jamison Williams, he may not be quite ready as an uh, as it pertains to health but and he may not even be ready to start the season however once he comes back and he's fully healthy and he starts to hit his stride look for jameson williams to really make an impact down the stretch of that next year all right answer these next ones kind of quick you know you can still give your explanation but sam darnold as your favorite team's qb for the next two years or no sex for a month. I'll take no sex for a month. 
Oh, damn. I did not expect that answer from you. I'm not going to lie. I'll take it. I do. I, I will not. <laughs> Sam Donald cannot play. Give me Mac Jones for my quarterback. Give me him. Give me another year of development. Don't give me that. Don't give me that guy. Adam put in the team over his personal satisfaction. I ain't no, I ain't we, no simp. He ain't no simp. We're sending this to Sarah after it goes live. No doubt. Eight and a half finger JPP or a year's worth of free stakes. Wait. You, so- get, you get the entire career. Of eight and a half finger JPP or a year's worth of free sticks. Ooh, that's a tough one. That's a good one. Eight and a half finger. I'd have to look at his statistics. I'm pretty sure he's actually he's off actually instinct. been a solid off instinct. Off instinct. All right. I'm gonna go stakes. <laughs> Beautiful. Hey. Give me the give me the stakes. Give me the, the stakes. He was he, it took him some time. It's it took him some time to figure it out with the with the oven mitt and then the club. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, I like I like JPP, ass. but he he his best days were before he he lost mm-hmm. a few figures. Okay, Daniel Jones or a fifty-two year old Brett Favre. Ooh, give me Daniel Jones. Ooh, give me Daniel Jones. He's come on up on the Hall of Fame. He do you do you realize how bad Brett Favre was when he was forty-one? Yeah. Hey, hey, so think about those, what he'll hey, be like wait, in, wait, wait, at fifty two. In those Wrangler jeans commercials, he looks damn good. That's all I'm gonna say. All right, yeah, and the copper fit and the copper fit <laughs> the commercials. Copper and, commercials. And, bro, those are the worst <laughs> commercials I've ever seen. Those like those infomercials. Ever so like I watch the I watch the uh I watch the simulcast for for uh not for ninety eight five the sports hub. Uh, usually, usually Felger and Maz, because I come home from, I go, I, I come home from school and then they're, they're on, they're right there. So I'll listen, I'll listen to them yep. and I always get those copper fit commercials. And it tells you the, the science is stupid. And I wonder who actually believes this crap. They say like, uh, like, and they'll go through the science and it'll show like bits of copper, like made with bits of real copper. So, you know, it works. Like, <laughs> do you think I'm just, do you think I'm stupid? You think oh. bits of copper is going to heal me? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I love it. Last one. You ready? Yep. Eli Apple as your team's number one cornerback for three years. You're ready. I'm ready to choose the ladder. <laughs> Just give, give me give me what give me what you want. Or give, give me give me the next one. Or a foot massage, sensual foot massage by a fat sweaty man. Can I be blindfolded? <laughs> sure. Just give me the, it's a foot massage. It's not like he's going all the way down my butt. You know what? I'll take I'll take the foot massage. Okay. Give me the foot massage. Adam. I'll has... take not only does Eli Apple suck at his job, but he also he also talks so much trash. Mm-hmm. And it's like he's not even all the success that he talks about is the team success. It's Jamar Chase. It's Joe Burrow. It's T. Higgins. It's Joe Mixon. It's Jesse Bates, the other guy, the real guy who's who's not you. Defense. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. Oh, my God. Okay, that was one of the funniest segments 
honestly, that's probably been the funniest episode I've recorded since I've had Ari on. Since Ari was a full-time host. This has been legitimately one of the funniest episodes. Don't get me wrong. We are still pissed off and we are still sad as Red Sox fans. But sometimes you just got to find humor in the sad times. Right, Adam? Exactly. All right. We do have to end it. Adam, plug yourself for the people. Those are the best times to, you know. Yeah. Comedy comes from depression. (sighs) And porn. You know it. Cut the camera. No, you ain't plugging yourself anymore. No. Reese McGuire approved. <laughs> no, you ain't plugging yourself no more. Guys, go listen to the Fumble Ruski podcast. This is a podcast that not only do we talk all things football, we try to put a spin on it where you guys are essentially part of this are essentially part of the show. We have the fan box where we ask you guys questions and you can answer with whatever you want, and we give you a shout out. And we talk about your answers. We have guests on our show. We are starting fantasy football leagues where you we're practically giving you money mm-hmm. just to play fantasy football. Coming out of my damn pocket too. Yes, exactly. Part of coming out of your pocket as well. This is a podcast that would be perfect for you guys. You guys can learn the game while also being part of the show. So please go check out the Fumble Ruski podcast. We like to think we're a good show, so why don't you give it a chance? You you can be the judge of that. So it's it's not as funny as the episodes which you found here, but still some great content, some good takes, sometimes some shitty takes by Justin, but we get over that fact. Sometimes he's got some good ones in there too. To end off our night on a good note, in Reese McGuire's debut, uh, the Red Sox won two to one. Cutter Crawford with the win, Tanner Houck with the save. So, I like Cutter Crawford more than jo- than uh, Winkowski. Really? It's such a good episode. You had to end it like that. That's the best way to end it, isn't it? You can you can take Cutter Crawford. And that's what we. That's what it. Reese McGuire calls a happy ending. Or does he call something else a happy ending? Or do you think he wanted to get caught? In all honesty, some people have a sexual fantasy of that. You know, there's some people they try to like. Put I guess, away I guess before, we know. Well, then I guess we know he was fapping after practice, weren't we? I guess he's probably in his car right now outside of Astros. Astros. Okay, you know what? We're done. We're done. Dude, right. he, bro went. Boy really went. When he when he learned of news of that trade, he went. Oh. Okay. Okay. I that's, just I gotta get. I I forgot something in the car. You know. That's, that's enough. I gotta All go right. call my. <laughs> I gotta go call my mother. No. And let no. her know I've been traded. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. This has been a funny episode. God bless you guys. Pray for the Red Sox to get better, even though it's not going to happen. Roll that outro music. See you guys next time.